KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Art Power is presenting Indian fusion band Red Bharat, mixing Indian bhangra rhythms, hip-hop, and funk music, March 23rd at the Epstein Family Amphitheater. Tickets and information about upcoming concerts and events at artpower.ucsd.edu. You are listening to Port of Entry. As you may already know, we just wrapped up a season dedicated to queer stories of the border region and... Wait, what? Adrian, pause before. What do you mean you haven't checked them out? Wait, really? You haven't listened? The stories this past season were of resilience, unwavering hope in the face of adversity, love, diversity, and above all, the resolute determination to advocate for one's right or even survival. Wow, that was a really nice description. Did you write that? Nah, fue Julio. <laughs> anyway, well, we are putting together a new system focused on a variety of issues like education, policy, design architecture, and urbanism. But before we jump into a new season, last November, a global star made her way into our little corner of the world. And we believe her visit is worth a little bonus episode. Her name is Amal. And... Well, Amal is a 12-foot-tall Syrian girl. Well, a 12-foot-tall puppet girl, to be exact. Stay with us to listen to how she's making a difference in the world. From KPBS, this is Port of Entry. Where we tell cross-border stories that connect us. I'm Alan Liliental. And I'm Natalie Gonzalez. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. You are listening to Port of Entry. Amal arrived in San Diego in early November, making her way south from a visit to Los Angeles. She's a 12-foot-tall symbol of the current refugee crisis in many parts of the world. Little Amal, a bigger-than-life puppet, represents a 10-year-old Syrian girl forced out of her country. And she's here in San Diego tonight at the Rady Shell. And that's where we find... After being done with her activities in San Diego, her next stop was Tijuana to start her journey through Mexico all the way down its southern border in Tapachula, Chiapas. There is actually footage of her crossing through customs into Mexico through the car lanes at the San Isidro port of entry. I mean, she can't exactly fit through the pedestrian roundabouts, so the Mexican authorities made an exception. She and her team made their way to Playas de Tijuana, where the border meets the sea. Our producer Julio was near there recording for another episode when he saw a crowd of people gathering by the hundreds near the lighthouse next to Friendship Park. Children, families, press, and the curious all gathered around her, following her like ants around an elephant. And then there she was, a giant girl, big and wide brown eyes, long brown hair in a half ponytail with a red bow. Looking around and down to meet everyone's gaze and greetings, watching her step along the way with the team that was leading her through the boardwalk. Her presence caused many types of reactions. Mostly cheers, but some pleaded she intercede on their behalf to help get rid of the wall, of La Migra, or of border enforcement, elevating her almost to a saint-like figure. Hey, 
She made her way down to the beach, meeting the crowd and children with white pom-poms amongst waving white flags as well as Mexican and Palestinian flags. Her team helped her walk through the sand, and then finally she made contact with the border wall. Her big hands were up, feeling the cold steel bars up and down. She then leaned against the wall, first with her head closing her eyes. The voices of the crowd settled down and all that was heard were the waves crashing into the beach. Border patrol agents were on the other side of the wall on dirt bikes a few hundred meters away, both curious and cautious if anything were to take place. For a moment, it looked like she was sad, almost like crying or lamenting on the wall as if she was feeling the wounds of the family members whose lives have been lost trying to cross for a better future or those who are separated by this human construct. She then turned around, looked at everyone and then to the sky to see how the seagulls and pigeons flew from one side to the other. She faced the setting sun, closed her eyes for a moment, and then she walked toward the crowd to embrace them and capture the moment by taking photos with children and family members. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. You are listening to Port of Entry. The following day, Natalie met with our producer Julio at Tijuana's cultural center, Secut. Like the day before at the beach, the venue was sprawling with the cheers and smiles of school-aged children. Schools had made a curricular event revolving around a mall's visit. Many uniforms from different schools colored the explanada, or plaza, of the venue. Students would yell her name out to have the giant puppet meet her eyes with theirs. Performances were taking place on a stage elevated at the back of the iconic IMAX theater, or La Bola, as the locals referred to it, for resembling a big ball. Different presentations of Mexican and indigenous folklore songs and dances were exhibited. Children were playing and having fun, pointing and waving at the puppet. Among them was Leticia Sanchez, an elementary school teacher guiding her class through the event. Mal. 
Pues la intención es muy buena ya que Tijuana es receptora de niño migrante, sobre todo en la escuela de nosotros que estamos en zona centro. Ms. Sanchez works in an elementary school that educates kids from diverse backgrounds in different parts of the world, most of whose families eventually plan to migrate north. Es una comunidad migrante rotativa, ya que como sabemos ellos pretenden emigrar a Estados Unidos, así que sí tenemos niños de, de todas las partes del mundo. ¿Y cómo se acoplan? Muy bien, este, y nosotros como docentes... While she faces challenges in communicating with some of her students who don't speak Spanish, Sanchez says they find ways to overcome the language barrier, like using apps available on a smartphone. Eh, sí, eh, fueron los UNICEF a la escuela días antes para comentarles cómo iba a estar es, el recibimiento. Hicieron carteles y les explicaron el objetivo que, que era traer a mal aquí a Tijuana. UNICEF came to their school to provide curricular support for this event. They handed out materials to make posters to welcome Amal. Eh, bienvenida Amal, este, pues sobre todo de recibimiento más bien, de que de la paz y todo, que era el objetivo que, que los niños supieran que estaba buscando pues la paz que tanta falta nos hace. One of the older spectators was Alejandra. We asked for her thoughts on what was happening. Uh, un acontecimiento histórico, realmente. Eh, Amal es una marioneta que pasa por lugares de conflicto eh, y este es, o sea, la frontera siempre es un espacio de conflicto, pero es muy bonito y es muy interesante ver la reacción también de la gente y de cómo la She was moved by what a mother presents, a child moving through conflict zones, which Alejandra describes the border to be, giving hope to people who are there to see her in person. Me gusta mucho. La, el diálogo que hay entre el espectador y las marionetas, o sea, justamente nosotros somos los que le damos vida, no, no, tanto, el no tanto la gente que lo manipula, sino el espectador, entonces creo que eso es lo que más me gusta, que hay como magia cuando se ve una marioneta. Also, seeing the 12-foot-top puppet walking around interacting with people, Alejandra explains how the spectators somehow magically gives a mall life. Desde el mundo también, entonces es muy bonito mover la interacción de, o sea, no solo de la marioneta, sino de lo que representa. But it's not all magic. There is a team of skilled puppeteers behind a mall, one operating her legs and head features like the mouth and eyes from the inside of the puppet, while two others guide and move her hands to gesticulate human-like emotion. We were able to talk to Enrico Daoyangwei, a mall's director of puppetry. And where are you from? I am from Taiwan. Taiwan? Okay. And as an aesthetic, you're one of the people who handles... Uh, well, I'm, I'm the director of puppetry, so I trained the crew up. There's nine, there are eight puppeteers, and they all rotate through all the positions. It takes several weeks of practice. Some of them started with experience on stilts, some of them didn't. We look for a mix of people, so with different backgrounds, and that's very important for us. So the entire company is very international. We work on listening, ensemble work, making sure that they can get a sense of each other even without speaking to each other. During the events, I direct them from the outside through the event because every moment is live and the audience is experiencing what Amal is experiencing in that moment. So anything that happens is largely improvised. We have a very loose structure and we know what's coming next. But sometimes the beautiful moments are when something unexpected happens and we need to be able to respond to that in the moment. 
We asked Enrico about the interactions Amal had with the physical border and what message they were trying to convey in that special moment. It's a very, very difficult, uh, it's a di- very difficult story to tell. I think we look at it as a 10-year-old girl who's had to pass through many borders and, and see um, many difficult things along her journey. So there's always, uh, it's a very particular story to tell when Amal is near the water because uh, the crossing of the water and also what the, what the ocean holds, um, all the narratives that, um, of all the people who have made those crossings or also people who maybe did not uh, manage to make it all the way. And so for her, it's a moment of understanding that the ocean offers no limits, um, but also um, it becomes a space of reflection for her. Before we left, we spoke to David Lan, Co-producer of The Walk, Little Amal. Which is the official name of the theater event. He told us why they started their journey through Mexico in Tijuana and what Amal represents. We're very interested in the border. The border is a very important place. It's important for Mexico, it's important for America, it's important for the world. And because Amal's journey ended, the U.S. part of the journey ended in San Diego, it was obvious to cross the border into Tijuana. And here we are. Half of it is in in the U.S., half of it is in Mexico, but it's the same thing. It's the same place. It's one territory. So we're very happy that we could start Amal's Mexican journey in the border area here in Tijuana. We also asked David about that moving moment when Amal experienced the San Diego-Tijuana border. Well, she got upset. She got distressed. I mean, the, the, the wall is an act of violence. It's an act of violence against people. It's only there because people want to move, because they need to move, and the world says you cannot move. Um, and you know, she has a lot of experience now. She's been in many countries. She's seen uh, the, you know, people who are vulnerable, how people are treated, and she had a moment of distress. He then mentioned something that we didn't know, something we found very moving. Well, it's very powerful, I think, when there's so many young people from so many parts of the world. You know, what we try to do is we take a representative of people who are marginalized and we place her in the center, like this is yours, the center of culture in this city, in this great city, and we celebrate. So I hope they felt that through her they were being celebrated in their potential. Amal means hope. It means what could come, what we could do, the possibilities. Not, uh, oh, this is a terrible problem. It's how can this be a good thing in the world for the people themselves, but for everybody. And I hope the young people felt a little bit of, uh, that a little bit of the, the pleasure people take in Amal. I hope they felt a little bit of it for themselves as well. Amal means hope in Arabic, and that's exactly what she made us and the people there feel. Hope for love, hope for peace, hope for a better tomorrow. (laughs) 
This episode of Port of Entry was written and produced by Natalie Gonzalez and Julio Cesar Ortiz Franco. Adrian Villalobos is technical producer and sound designer. Elma Gonzalez Lima Brandao is our editor. Lisa Morissette is director of audio programming and operations, and John Decker is senior director of content development. This program is made possible in part by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, a private corporation funded by the American people. This project was also made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Visit callhome.org. Soy Alan Lilienthal. Y yo soy Natalie González. Nos, Nos vemos, vemos pronto. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team, Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I.